Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend and coach and mentor, John Opaluski. John, how are you today? Jim, I'm excited. We're... (laughs) We're eyeball to eyeball in the studio today. Finally, not video face to video face. Man, I'll tell you, I've been looking forward to this a long time. Well, speaking of which, we are coming out of this COVID season, and I want to get right to our topic today because I think if there's any topic that's going to be helpful to those that are listening today, it's this one. Tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about in episode 41. So the the title is Help for Tired Leaders. Yeah. And uh, after about three and a half months uh, of crisis on top of crisis, Leaders are frazzled. They're they're exhausted, and and really, Jim, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, when uh, when the COVID nineteen broke loose back in March, and we were put in quarantine, uh, we were both talking about our concerns. Yeah. Long term, what this was going to do, not just to leaders, but to everybody, right. um, in terms of their uh, their mental and emotional well being. So now we're almost four months in. Yeah, and uh, some leaders are telling me, John, I want to stop leading and yeah. I want to start selling ice cream. But a difficult time. It, it, it wasn't just the COVID crisis. We've moved from crises to crises to election to crises right. to division and stress. And not only is it happening on the news, it's happening in our pulpits. It's happening in our pews. If if we're even back in the buildings yet, so. I think as a pastor, I'm watching a lot of work kind of get destroyed, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And so that sense of futility, that sense of war, fear that never ends, that sense of, you know what I mean? It, it is a difficult season to be an influencer at all um, in the shame and honor culture. If you say one wrong thing, then, right. then you will literally lose people you've been, you spent years investing in that be gone because you said something carelessly or they felt was carelessly. It's, right. it's a difficult, difficult time to lead. And I think that word being exhausted, that the emotional exhaustion of leaders is a very real thing. So I, I assume you've got some, some things to anchor us or to help us with. Well, Jim, today I'd like to talk about three behaviors that I think will put more fuel back into a leader's tank. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, to dig deeper, mm-hmm. and uh, that comes from some time I was spending with the Lord. I don't know, maybe about three, four weeks ago, Jim, and I was uh, I was complaining, saying, "Lord, <clears throat> I don't know how how are we going to get through this, Lord? How mm-hmm. how are we going to be able to survive?" I, and that's I guess maybe I was saying, "How am I going to be able to survive?" <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All of this stuff that we've been facing. And I, I heard two words in my heart, and they were, uh, go deeper. Really? And, and I've, I've been a Christian a long time, and I think I've been able to ascertain the Lord's voice in the past. And I knew right. the Lord was speaking to me. Um, and, and he brought me to this scripture in Luke chapter 6. And I know you're very familiar with it. It says this, uh, I will show you, Jesus is speaking, it says, I will show you what he is like, who comes to me, hears my words, and puts them into Practice. I love the word right. practice. Right. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Right. So mm-hmm. crisis can drive you away from God, yeah. or it can drive you closer to Him. I like the word "draw you closer," better even. And I would like to encourage you who are listening today to choose closer. Right. Right. To dig deeper. 
it's funny, I, you know, having wrestled with depression personally in, in the past, when people say what you, what you need is exercise. Well, the last thing I wanted to do was get off the couch and put down the remote control. Well, you know, right. what you need is to be around people. The last thing I wanted to do was to be around people. I'm, I'm, I'm self-destructing. I'm exhausted. I'm burned right. out. I'm tired. I'm depressed. So when you say dig deeper, and, and there's somebody listening right now, they're like, man, are you telling me to read my Bible? You know, are you telling me to pray more? Because I... I, right now, Hogan's Heroes reruns for the next eight days sounds like the only thing that keep me alive. What, what would you yeah. say to somebody? Because it, it almost feels like you're saying do more, but you're not. You're saying something else. No, uh, what I'm saying is to slow down. Yeah. Take your time. Uh, I'm not saying you should spend more time necessarily in the Word or in prayer, but the way you, that time is constituted yeah. matters. So f- here's what that looks like for me, Jim. Um, I plug in my earbuds, turn on Spotify, <laughs> and I spend a few minutes worshiping Yeah, and, and just getting centered. Um, and the way I'm praying is different. I Instead of rattling off my list, I'm a very structured person. Yeah. I'm a very structured prayer. Um, taking time just to listen and say, God, how do you want me to pray today? Right about this particular person or for this particular person. And God, what are you talking to me about in, in, in spending more time quiet in the presence of the Lord? And, and in a sense, I think what that is doing, Jim, is it's sinking my roots down deeper right. into him. And into so him. Yeah. I'm not saying read more scripture. What I, what I, and as a matter of fact, you might read less yeah. scripture, but focus more listen more let what you're reading really sink deep into your heart right take some time in that in that time with the lord to express thanks for some of the good things that are going on yeah in the world not everything's bad yeah and so that's kind of what i mean by yeah. digging deeper i heard somebody say recently that their prayer has shifted from god move mountains to to just being with the mountain mover yes that that's been an anchoring place for them like i we, we, we should pray, and there should be requests and supplications and petitions, but but everything in the kingdom flows out of relationship with the king. Yep. So if relationship with the king is somewhere down that list, right. you know, the first thing is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Delight yourself in the Lord, and then seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and then we, we got we to get the first things first. Right. And I think that when I was burned out and depressed, there, there was a, a sense of dullness in my heart because of all the needs I no longer had the strength to pray for. And really the greatest prayer that I had was just to be with him, to That's see right. his face, not not just his hands, but to see his face. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. good. What else do you got? That's a good one. Dig, uh, here's, deeper. Dig yeah. deeper. Here's the second one, renew relationships. Yeah. Now, we've talked a lot about that in previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, I, I Maybe four or five times we talked about the dangers of isolation um, <laughs> yeah. and where it can lead us yeah. when it's extended. Um, here's four basic reactions I've seen in the lives of leaders, Jim, these last four months. Um, some of them are telling me they're thriving uh, in spite of being isolated. As a matter of fact, you've told me that. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think yeah. You're, I don't think you're lying to me. No. <laughs> uh, uh, although that has a shelf life to it. Yeah. That thriving in, in, in isolation. Absolutely. Uh, some are telling me they're thriving in spite of being isolated, and I don't believe them. Right. <laughs> I think they're either in denial or they know they're in trouble, but they're afraid to say anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, some are telling me they're hurting, but they say things like this. You know, I'm hurting, but others have it worse than me, yeah. so I really don't have anything to complain about. And, and you know, while I appreciate that sentiment, isolation is real. 
Right. The loss of personal contact is a loss. And and I think sometimes, Jim, we default to, well, everybody else has it bad too as yeah. a means of avoidance. Right. And and we don't we don't embrace the fact that, hey, we have actually lost something. Yeah. And and uh, and ignoring doesn't help. All it does is kick the can down the road. Right. Right. Uh, you deal with the loss now or mm. you deal with it later. Right. No such thing as an unexpressed emotion, right? Exactly. It comes out eventually in one way or the other. You got it. So to say, well, I just want to express my emotion. Well, you will. You'll, you'll kick a dog a year from now and not know why you did it. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other the other one is some are telling me they're really feeling blue and struggling, and, and that's mm. to be expected. You know, you and I were built by God for friendship, Jim. And, right. Uh, I'm an introvert, but that doesn't mean I don't need interaction with people. Right. Um, it's just that I'm selective. <laughs> About who those people are. As was Jesus. Right. Yeah, well, I as guess was so. Paul. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, the one, the three, the 12, the 120, and everybody else. That's right. right? Yeah. And so, and so I, I see extroverts struggling, but, you know, we introverts are struggling too. And if you're burned yeah. out and, and dealing with depression, I mean, yes, we, wa- we want you to get to a counselor. We want you to get to your doctor. But, boy, do you need some friendships, some yeah. replenishing friendships yeah. in your life. Yeah. So I think that will help with the weariness, and that will help with some of the exhaustion. No, again, I think, you know, being very careful here to say to people that are listening, we're not saying do more. Exactly. We're we're not saying eat more. We're saying eat the right food. We're not saying go to a buffet and and buffet your body. We're saying, man, if you're going to spend time with people and and choosing the right people to spend that, to put that energy into that gets you energy back. Right. Rather energy in people that are the black holes. And and that isn't to classify people that don't deserve love. I'm not saying that. But some people take everything we have and it's never going to be enough. Other people give to us as as we give to them and everybody wins. So, yeah. And and so leadership is is energy giving, right? Yes, it is. You you release energy to people when you lead. Well, it can't always be a one-way street. You need that coming back towards yeah. you because after a while, what will happen is you'll you'll be empty. You'll be running on fumes. Hey, and I hear people say, well, I don't want to bother him. They're busy. I respect this guy. I like this guy, but I'm going through stuff. He's probably going through stuff. She's probably going yeah. through stuff. I don't want to bother him. But let's let's just take it to the extreme and say, I have nothing. I have nothing but need, And but you've been through what I've been through. It, it's actually rewarding for you to share with me it what is. I need. It actually benefits you. It's a blessing to you to be the giver in, in that situation. It so I, I have just encouraged people, if you're like, I just got nothing, like, well, find somebody who's got plenty, yep. who's been down the road that you're on right now, and you're actually, you're actually blessing them by asking for their help because it makes their, their need for comfort and the receiving of comfort now something they can give away, which is a, a blessing. Yeah. So you talked about a, about a changing pace as we were talking about this. Tell me, I think that's important because I rested a lot and, and did only what I needed to do, which was a lot, Mm-hmm. But it was what I did best. I didn't have to do a bunch of. I didn't mow the grass. I didn't unplug the toilet. I didn't print the bulletins. I didn't. I just taught, which right. which gives me life, and it's probably why I'm I'm as mentally healthy as I you know as I am in the moment. But we're going to recalibrate now. We're going back to something. So tell us about that. Yeah. So that's the third piece is to recalibrate your your pace. You know, yeah. as we come out of quarantine, I think that pre-quarantine pace is going to try to reassert itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think you've, you're probably experiencing that, yeah. Jim, to some degree. A lot of the leaders that we know and interact with are telling me the same thing, that that yeah. old pace wants to force its way back in. And, and you know, I was thinking about that. Why is that? Why is that happening? I know for me, fear is a major accelerator hmm. of my pace. Huh. 
you know, the fear of failure. Gotcha. Yeah. The fear of not having enough. Yeah. The, the the fear of what other people think about my work ethic, <laughs> right, uh, right, wants to drive me back to a pace that probably wasn't sustainable. Yeah. Uh, Pre quarantine, and and here's another fear for me. Sometimes it's the fear if I slow down enough, what am I going to learn about myself that I don't <laughs> like? Wow. Right. And that uh, I think maybe that's the fear of all fears, right? Huh. Uh, for me, so. So I want to encourage those of us, that, uh, those that are listening, and, and those of us around this table yeah. today, to recalibrate our pace. There's a daily piece to that, right? Yeah. Start and stop times. Yeah. I love Genesis chapter one and two. It says it, it talks about creation, yeah. and it says, "And then there was day, and then there was night." Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that starting and stopping every day, a weekly pace. We've talked about that a ton. Um, you know, uh, Sabbath, God taking. God taking a breather on uh, after the uh, the work of creation was finished, not because he was tired, but to set us an example. Yeah. And then here's one more under this calibration, recalibration of pace, and that's to embrace Jesus' yoke and throw away the one you put on yourself or other go. people want to put on you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Matthew There's, there's almost a little fire in you when you said that. Yeah. I, I, you, you deal with this a lot, don't you? Pastors do. that are being destroyed by the expectations, false expectations of themselves— and, and unfair expectations of their people. Right. Yeah. You know, Jesus said that his yoke was easy and light. Yeah. And I, th- and I think most <laughs> pastors get irritated when they hear that <laughs> because yeah. it doesn't feel anything like that. Yeah. But I wonder, Jim, if that's because we take on things that God never intended us to take on. Yeah. Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father saying, and I only do yeah. what I see him doing. Yeah. And that was it. He was pretty successful. Yeah. Right on. I, I think this is brilliant. Uh, dig deeper, renew relationships, recalibrate your pace. So I, I John, I, I, I'm going to say a little bit early. Usually we kind of do this at the last, but right here, right now, before people feel like we're transitioning and they turn the radio station, people need to talk to somebody. The people that are struggling yeah. with this, that they went through the, some people aren't being honest with themselves, they're not being honest with me, some people are. People need to talk and, and they need help. How do they get a hold of you? And not just you, but people that... Because I know that sometimes you'd send them to people that right. can help them if you can't. That's correct. You're, you're not going to say, hey, I'm a doctor, or hey, I'm a psychologist, or hey, I'm a counselor. Right. You're not. You're a friend and a mentor and a tormentor and a coach. Mm-hmm. But but people sometimes need more than what you have to give. Right. And so how, if they're going to start a journey of getting back to mental health, could they start with you? I would encourage them to do that. Just come go to convergecoach.com. Yeah. And there is a contact us uh, button that they can just click, and that will start a conversation with us. It's no obligation. Right. And if we feel like we can't be helpful to you, we will refer you to yeah. our network right. of, of people who are helpers and caregivers. Right. It's, about, it's about helping people, not about building. You know, it would be so insincere to take somebody's money, take someone's time, knowing that you couldn't help them. Absolutely. Uh, only a criminal would do that. Right. So you just say, listen, come to me, and if I can help you, I'll point you in the right direction That's if I right. can't. Right on. You got it. Thank you for your time, John. I, yeah. think, this is, I think this is really going to help people, and I would encourage people listening to go ahead and share this, um, to get it out to other people. Yeah. And say, well, who, who would need this? I don't know anybody that, that needs this. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> like you said, uh, the hundreds of people you know, there's two that you feel like right now maybe are, are saying, I'm fine, I'm okay, and, and they mean it. So that means a lot of people. There's no shame in this. Right. Uh, we all need the body of Christ, and so if we can help, please let Converge know how we can help you, and we'll, we will. So give us a, a quick 30 seconds on the next one. That 
was that was 41. What's 42 going to be all about? So uh, pod 42 is titled Why Emotional Intelligence is the New Leadership Currency. Yeah, I, I look forward to unpacking just that that phrase emotional intelligence instead of IQ. Right. But e- EQ, you know, that's your right. emotional quotient. What, what is that? And so we look forward to everybody joining us again next week. Again, if there's anything we can do to help, reach out. Uh, if, if there's someone else you want to reach out to, reach out. But don't be alone. You don't need to be alone. The body of Christ, Christ himself is here for you. And uh, we are praying for you on your team. We love you. And we'll see you again soon. And uh, talk to you soon next time. Leading from the line. 